Talking college basketball with the team's insider, Wyatt Thompson, on the Jim Davis Show. With us right now, the Chick-fil-A Breakfast Team phone line. Voice of the Kansas State Wildcats. Big rematch with Kansas tonight on the docket for him. Wyatt Thompson joins us. Good morning, Wyatt. How are you? I'm doing well, buddy. How are you? I'm doing fine. So let's start out with the the story of the day, which is Kansas State. You This time you have to go to Lawrence. It's the uh, rematch with uh, the Kansas Jayhawks. You got that 83-82 overtime win at Bramlage Coliseum. So now you have to go to Lawrence and see if you can take down the Jayhawks. They've got a couple of losses on the season. One of those belongs to your Wildcats. Well, let me give you a couple of stats that may startle you. You ready for this? Lay it on me. K-State has not swept Kansas since the 82-83 season. That's been a while. I'll start with that one. I was uh, graduating from high school. That's how long ago it was. I was born midway through that season. (laughs) Shut up. Who asked you? Who asked you? (laughs) The other one is is tonight will be the 299th all-time meeting between these longtime rivals dating back to 1907. And it will be only the 10th time in 299 games where they play with both teams ranked in the top 10. And both have pretty darn good, rich tradition. So it kind of tells you it's a little bit of a rarity for these two teams or anybody to play, you know, top 10 games. It's hard. I mean, right now, Kansas State number seven, Kansas number eight. I mean, just... uh... You know, uh, eighteen and three overall, seventeen and four. Excuse me, and seventeen and four for Kansas. Mentioned, uh, you know, the, the the losses in conference. One of those belonging to, of course, Kansas State. So, I mean, it's you know, right now, I mean, these teams, you know, right next to each other when it comes to the AP standings. And and when you look at what's happening right now in the conference, and Iowa State clearly blew one last night. They had a twenty-three point lead with about twelve minutes to go at Tech, and ended up losing in overtime, but. So now you've got Texas at the top of the league and then, you know, K-State right there behind them. Um, But Iowa State is still very much a part of it. Um, And and Baylor and several others. Um, Man, the the league was, what, 7-3 and in the Big 12 SEC Challenge, which is the 10th and final edition. There were a couple of shockers there, I, I think, for even people in the Big 12. But I just, I'm trying to make the point of how good I think the Big 12 is this year. West Virginia who had won two conference games at home, beat number 10 Auburn. And then how about Oklahoma strapping it on number two Alabama? Oh, just, just a, a woodshed. Incredible. Something. Yeah. It was 93 to 69, Jim. That's nuts. Yeah, I watched just a little bit of the West Virginia game, and I, I yeah. thought Bob Huggins' team played really well. Even Charles Barkley in attendance. So I guess, yeah. yeah. Was that Bob Huggins' fish fry? But she was there watching his Auburn Tigers. That but, sounds delicious. But uh, yeah, their their charity event that they do, and and he was uh, the the speaker at the fish fry for Bob Huggins. I watched but, maybe nineteen seconds of Iowa State. They were up so big. I'm like, oh, this game's over. <laughs> it, it's over. Looks, it's incredible. By the way, one thing you guys have to do before the end of your uh, drawing breaths on this planet is go to a Bob Huggins fish fry. But it, it, there's nothing else like it. I, I can't even describe it. You know, he was here for the one year and had one here, and it was like, <laughs> I don't I don't even know where to start. <laughs> okay, wait, okay what makes it that. so special? What What's so amazing about a Bob Huggins fish fry? Well, he, br- he brings in all of these big-time people, and they have, it, it's kind of a fundraising thing, and they just have so much fun. I mean, it, it's kind of like going, it's like going to, the, to, to a casino or something with, uh, 
I don't know, maybe 25 of of some of the most famous basketball people you can name. <laughs> it's really quite unique. I will, I will have that on my bucket list of someday, somehow, some way. Like you said, before <laughs> I draw that last breath, might be there. You go. Might be 89 year old Jim Davis finally go. Well, there you go. Yeah, that sounds like a good deal. Because Bob Huggins will probably still be around. He probably will. He's, He's vampire-like. He'll never go away. He'll just... Uh, well, if, if toughness has anything to do with it, he'll be around. <laughs> Probably so. <laughs> Probably so. Wyatt Thompson, our college basketball insider with us. He'll have the call tonight of uh, Kansas State taking on Kansas second time this season. The last time of that 83-82 overtime victory, it was a game where Desi Sills really stepped up. Uh, season high, 24 points off the bench. He was really kind of the, the difference maker in that game, that win against Kansas the last time. I agree, and I remember it vividly. I, I think what's really interesting is here's here's how good I think Desi has been for K-State. I think a lot of people will uh, look at him as a potential sixth man of the year in the league. I would be honest and say I think the leader in the clubhouse at the moment is Serge Barry Rice uh, at Texas, who was really good again last night, and we will see them here on Saturday. So how about that week? KU and Lawrence on Tuesday. Texas here on Saturday. Uh, what a week for us, right? But anyway, Desi was – KU did a really good job of getting physical with Marquise Noel and kind of getting him, you know, out of rhythm, out of the things that he likes to do. And guess who stepped up? Desi. He was awesome. He had 24. Keontae had 24. I'm anxious to see how this one plays out because if you remember, Jim, Jalen Wilson had 38. I don't think K-State has much of a chance to win if he has 38 again tonight. They've got to <laughs> do a better job with him. And it wasn't just like he hit 10 threes or something. Most most of his stuff was off the dribble drive. So I, I think you're going to see both teams make adjustments. And I, I would say this is probably oversimplifying it, but this this is coming down to rebounding and who makes more shots. As simple as that. Both teams are long and athletic. Um, I don't think KU has the rim protector that they've had in recent years, but that doesn't mean they're still not a quality, you know, potential to be a one or a two seed. They're they're awfully good. Wyatt Thompson, voice can State Wildcats or college basketball insider with us. AP top twenty five out with the Purdue number one, followed by Tennessee, Houston, Alabama, and Arizona. I want to talk about Rick Barnes and Tennessee for a moment. They uh, got the win against Texas in the, the Big 12 SEC Challenge, uh, 82-71. Uh, it was their fifth consecutive win over a top-10 team. Certainly looks like Rick Barnes, former Texas coach, has the you know, the number two ranked volunteers playing some of the best basketball that they played in a very long time. I agree with that. And so many people talk about the, you know, the challenges that they've had on the offensive side, but they uh, probably aren't talking enough about how good they are defensively. Uh, Texas is a really high-level offensive team, and they they said they had 71, but <laughs> I think they gave up 83. Um, I and here's the thing about Tennessee: they they scored 83 or whatever it was in that game against Texas, and and uh, Vescovy was the third leading scorer. Um, they're getting better, and many believe this is Coach Barnes' best team at Tennessee. And I do have to say this too: after 17 years and 100 or make it uh, 402 wins in Austin, that probably felt pretty good for him beating Texas on Saturday, wouldn't you think? 
Oh, I'm sure he enjoyed that. I don't know if he lit up the big cigar necessarily, <laughs> but I, I don't know if he's a cigar smoker, but I'm sure he probably he probably relished getting that win against uh, his former yeah. employer. They're good, though. Don't you think their Final Four is good? Yeah, I think they are. Yeah. Particularly yeah. with their, how they play defensively, I think is very impressive. Our Big 12 mm-hmm. – sorry, go ahead, Wyatt. No, I'm, I'm good. Go ahead. Our uh, basketball insider, Wyatt Thompson, joining us on the Jim Davis Show. Another team I think that's sneaky good. They're in that three-team schmoz atop the Big East is Marquette. They've lost five games this season by an average of four points. Lost to Purdue, who's the number one team in the nation. Lost to Providence. Lost to Xavier, who are all tied with them atop the Big East. We have the Golden Eagles and uh, Villanova coming up tomorrow on the team. How big of a run do you think Marquette can go on coming up next Well, next month starting tomorrow? I think that's a great question because I do think they're one of the more undervalued teams in the top 15 or, or 20 in the country. And, and I think you're all over it in terms of 17-5 and five with that schedule is very impressive. Um, you know, I, I, I got you know pretty familiar with their coach with his time in the Big 12. I think he's really much better than, than most people perceive. He's done a great job of getting them relevant very quickly. Um, he's done it before with another program. There's not much to not like here, to be honest with you. Uh, they, they have a team that they, they have a lot of pieces. They, I really like the way they play on both ends of the floor. Um, it's a good basketball team. I, I, <laughs> if you're looking for a dark horse in March, keep an eye on them because I think they could certainly be that. You know, another team to keep an eye on is a team that has had great success in recent years, a team in your conference that has been unranked until now they're, they're number 11, and that's Baylor. They, yeah. you know, they, they picked up wins over Kansas and Arkansas. They have started to really put some things together right now. Yeah, and here's the thing. Uh, they, they're, they lost last night at Texas, which is no shame, and it was 76-71. I think the real key for them is that everybody talks about their three guards, and their guards are really good. Uh, Keontae George is one of the best freshmen in the country, no question. But I think the key to them will be their bigs. Jalen Bridges is playing better. I think what you see is what you get out of Flo Thamba. But but here's the remember the name Jonathan Chamuachua who blew up his knee. Uh, there's there's talk in Waco, even back to when we were there, that he could potentially make it back towards the end of this year. They will be a much different team uh, with him on the floor, even if it's 15, 18, 20 minutes a game. Uh, keep an eye on that one, because with him, they look and are better, without a doubt. And they're, I mean, they're top, top 15, top 10 anyway, but with with Chama Chachua, they could be really good. Hey, Wyatt, have a great call tonight, and hopefully for you the outcome is exactly the way it was the last time around. <laughs> I would take it. We haven't won there since 06, so it's about time. <laughs> hey, Wyatt, I appreciate it. Thank you so much. Have a great call tonight, my friend. Thanks, bud. Good talking to you guys. Likewise. Take care. Wyatt Thompson, voice the Kansas State Wildcats, our college basketball insider. Joins us every Tuesday on the program. Yeah, 